0: I would just like to say, before this podcast starts, that this podcast may be hard to listen to for some, as this podcast contains harsh racism. Close your eyes. Imagine you are lying down in a hospital bed, strapped up in immense pain, and you're supposed to be getting treated. However, instead of getting treated, you are being sworn at, being made fun of. Or even getting told to shut up. You are crying out for some help to treat the pain, as you can feel yourself fading, but the people around you who are supposed to help you are laughing and complaining about how obnoxious you are. This may sound very unbelievable with how our healthcare system operates, especially in the pandemic right now. However, A woman by the name of Joyce Echaquan had to go through the hellish experience I just stated before and ultimately died. Welcome back to the Woke Settler Podcast. My name is Jacob Hughes and I'll be your host today. In today's episode, we will be discussing the death of Joyce Echaquan, who she was, the way she was treated in the hospital, and what action the government took to change health care for Indigenous people after her death. And now you are probably wondering who Joyce Ekakwon is. Joyce Ekakwon was a 37-year-old Atikamik woman from Manawan an indigenous community 250 kilometers north of Montreal. Joyce was a mother of seven children and was a wife in a very happy family. Joyce died on September 28, 2020 in a Linodouar hospital center. Her cause of death is still unknown as the autopsy has yet to be released to the public. However, Joyce was in the hospital seeking treatment for her stomach and it has been reported that Joyce has had history of heart problems. We can infer that her death may have something to do with one of these two problems, Although in Joyce's live stream, she did claim that she was being over medicated. In the live stream, you can tell that Joyce is not being treated fairly and that there is a lot of racism being thrown towards her. I'm positive that the environment that Joyce was in, in that hospital, was not good and wasn't helping her problems. A short video CBC News took from Joyce's live stream shows the graphic, disturbing, and upsetting racism Joyce received while in the hospital. i'm sure some of you couldn't understand what was actually said in that video so i'll translate for you the first voice we hear is joyce calling out for help crying in pain then afterwards we hear the nurses saying things such as are you done messing around are you done then a racial slur you're stupid as hell and, finally, she's only good for sex. As you can tell in this video, you can hear Joyce scream out asking for help in her native language. Instead of receiving the help she is requesting, the nurses are extremely racist and discriminative towards It's devastating to learn about what Joyce had to go through in the hospital. What happened to Joyce was nothing short of systemic racism. As devastating as this case is, it's not the only one. In British Columbia, an investigation last June discovered that medical workers would bet on the blood alcohol content of indigenous patients. In early October last year, a Métis man in Winnipeg was kicked out of the hospital, despite the fact that he had a three-inch nail lodged in his arm. Also in Winnipeg, there was a tragic case of Brian Sinclair, who died in 2008 after spending 34 hours without care in a hospital waiting room. Southern Chief Boy Organization or SCO Grand Chief Jerry Daniel speaks out about Joyce Ekaquan and the treatment she received. Quote, while shocking to many in Canada and the rest of the world, this video confirms what First Nation people and communities across the country have been reporting for years. No one should ever be subjected to that level of racist treatment. She went to the hospital seeking medical care and instead with, was met with insults and judgments purely based on being a First Nation person. Finish quote. While the treatment Joyce Ekakon received is extremely tragic and heartbreaking, this type of treatment is far too common. Grand Chief Jerry Daniels concludes by saying, This case shows that little has changed since Brian Sinclair's death in 2008. This statement is very sad, but is far too true in Canada right now. In this next segment, we will now talk about Joyce's family's opinions on this matter. So what exactly has changed for Joyce's family since the death of Joyce Ekakwan? Well, since the death of Joyce Ekakwan, her family has been defeated. CBC interviewed Joyce's husband, Carol Dube, as he talks about what he hopes the outcome of this heartbreaking situation is, and to get justice for Joyce.
1: Je suis ici aujourd'hui pour réclamer justice. Je suis ici pour ma femme Joyce et Chacon et pour six saints enfants qui ne le verront plus jamais. Car ce sont eux les plus grands perdants dans ça. Je ne veux pas que sa mort soit inutile. Combien de, combien de vies humaines faudrait-il encore pour qu'en pense, nous puissions reconnaître qu'il existe des racistes systémiques envers nous, les, les, la, la nation autochtone. Je suis convaincu que ma conjointe est décédée parce que le racisme systémique a con, contaminé l'hôpital de Joliette. Il a tué ma conjointe J'ai beaucoup de questions et je souhaite que les enquêteurs annoncent, annoncés vont faire toute la lumière. L'objectif est bien sûr pour obtenir justice pour Joyce, mais aussi un moyen de s'assurer que ce qui est arrivé ici n'arrive plus, jamais. On le fait en pensant à toutes les autochtones, surtout des femmes qui sont victimes de racisme dans les hôpitaux québécoises et qui vivent des situations inacceptables.
0: For those of you who couldn't understand what carol was saying i will now translate i'm here today to demand justice i'm here for my wife joyce echoquan and for her seven children who will never see her again because they're the ones losing the most in this and i don't want her death to be in vain how many more human lives will it take to finally acknowledge that systemic racism exists against us indigenous people I am convinced that my wife died because systemic racism contaminated Joliet Hospital and killed her. I have a lot of questions and I hope that the inquiries announced will shed light. The goal of course is to get justice for Joyce, but also to ensure that what happened here never happens again. We do this for all indigenous people in the mind, especially women who are victims of racism in Quebec hospitals and who live in unacceptable situations. husband is quite emotional and upset that Joyce has died this way, as any husband would be. He talks about systemic racism in this video and how this issue needs to be addressed and acknowledged. Systemic racism, also known as institutional racism, refers to how white supremacy is superior to other races and how white supremacy is sustained in our society. After hearing the video, anyone can tell. Joyce's husband has experienced systemic racism before this experience as the systemic racism problem is very common within indigenous communities systemic racism is not just in Canada though for example Black Lives Matter or BLM in the United States is another type of stand against systemic racism in our world systemic racism is probably one of the biggest problems around the world when talking about discrimination segment, we will be talking about Quebec and Nenadouar's thoughts about the systemic racism involved in Joyce Ekequan's death. Nenadouar has been taking steps forward to improve relations with indigenous people in healthcare centers since the death of Joyce Ekequan in September of last year. Carolina Barbier, The director of the Regional Health Authority in Lénédouard told reporters that health centres are now hiring members of the Etiquimic community to help improve its relations with Indigenous people. There is also now a place in the agency's board of directors reserved for an Indigenous representative in Lénédouard. However, Quebec has refused to adopt a set of policies called Joyce's Principles and hasn't changed much about the situation either. Here is Quebec's premier, François Legault, talking about Joyce Akrakwan's death.
1: First, I want to offer my condolence to uh, the family. Second, uh, what happened is totally unacceptable. There will be an inquiry, two inquiries, in fact, and the, uh, the nurses did something unacceptable and she is being fired.
0: On the surface, this video seems good. The premier apologizes and gives his condolences because he notices something terrible has happened. However, the premier doesn't acknowledge the systemic racism involved in Joyce's death, as he doesn't believe that there's any systemic racism in Quebec at all even after all the terrible deaths that have occurred. This is not the outcome many have wanted, including Joyce's family. This is still only the surface of an enormous problem in Canada. If you want to help solve the systemic racism in healthcare around Canada, please share this podcast or share your knowledge to somebody else. We need to give the Indigenous people the health care they need in order to survive as Indigenous communities are suffering greatly from the treatment they are being given right now. We can all work together to help stomp out this terrible problem in our world by spreading awareness as it is important to give Indigenous people the health care they need but also to push the government to work harder to help some of the systemic racism in
1: health care. Thank you.